0: for this episode and let me tell you one of the reasons is out here in Texas it is like sunny beautiful 80 degrees amazing and I'm a summer person so I'm like okay let's get these cold days behind us and move right along into the summer amazingness of pool days and barbecues and all of the things that make my life beautiful. Now, for those of you in another state that's dealing with snow or wintry weather still um, in the month of March, I do apologize, but I know some of you are winter people and you like the cold, so hopefully you chose the right place to live. I know I did, but with that all being said, when we talk about doing things with passion, our mindset has to be in the right place. And there are things like the weather or the day of the week that can change that mentality. For example, I want you guys to think about those days when you wake up in the morning and you look out the window and it's pouring down rain, the sun is nowhere to be seen, and it's gloomy and it looks just miserable outside. The first thing most of us want to do is stay home, stay in bed, binge watch our Netflix shows, And just call it a day now on a beautiful sunny day when we look out the window and we see the Sun is shining it's beautiful weather the first thing we want to do is throw on our clothes and jump outside and enjoy it we want to go do activities we want to be proactive whether it's proactive in work or proactive just in having fun our mentality changes just based off the weather outside I've noticed that energy changes on different days of the week. Monday, people have a lot less energy than they typically do on Friday. And so lots of things can change our mentality and sometimes make us not necessarily want to do things with passion, but instead just not do them at all. We call this, my friends, procrastination. Now, I've been a procrastinator my whole life. I would say probably this year more than ever, I have fought and fought to change this, and in a lot of ways, I feel like I have broken through the barrier and I have stopped myself from being a procrastinator in a lot of areas in my life, but it's never going to completely go away. And part of that is because, like we've talked about on past episodes, there's just so many things to do. And so we try to prioritize what's the most important and then often procrastinate those things that maybe aren't as important or we just don't wanna do it right now because there's just too many things to do. So today what I wanna do is I want to talk about the four types of procrastination, what they mean, and how we can fight to overcome them and change the pattern. Because at the end of the day, procrastination can cause a lot of anxiety. It can cause a lot of stress because we're not getting those things done that we want to and it just makes us feel bad. So let's talk about these four types of procrastination. I'm gonna give all four to you up front in the beginning and then we'll talk through each one. So the first type of procrastination is going to be low impact procrastination. Number two is self-love procrastination. Number three is anxiety procrastination, and number four is time procrastination. We're going to start with the first one, which is low-impact procrastination. Basically, what this means is you're really good at getting the big stuff done, but often you have a mentality of, eh, don't sweat the small stuff. Well, let me tell you, sometimes Not sweating the small stuff can actually take away future opportunities for the big stuff. Everything matters at the end of the day. So if there are some small things that you just never get to because you procrastinate them due to having all these big tasks to do, you have to make a decision to either remove that thing from your to-do list because you're never going to do it or to make it a priority. So, we know that there are more important things that need to be done, but what if we created a to-do list where we sprinkled those low-priority things in our big-priority tasks? Meaning for every four big priorities I have and that I'm going to make sure that I get done, I will then have a low-impact priority up next. So then I will have time to get those small things done along with all the big things that have to be done. This is the way that you can battle low impact procrastination. Now the second type of procrastination is self-love procrastination. This is for the people that if they are told to do a task by someone else or if somebody else gives them a goal, they're getting it done. But if they create their own goals, if they decide to do something on their own, without that outside accountability, they fall short. They procrastinate that activity. And the reason why is because no one's counting on them to get it done except themselves. A good example of this is making a New Year's resolution. Right, so at the beginning of the year, I decide I'm going to do something different, something better to achieve a greater goal. I don't tell anybody about it because it's something that I'm doing for me. It's called self-love. The problem is because no one's holding me accountable, it's okay that I forget to start that task at the beginning of January. And it's still okay when I haven't started it by February and then come March, you know what? It's not really that important. I'll just create a new resolution next year. For these people, The best policy to get past this is to have accountability partners. If you are a self-love procrastinator and you create these amazing goals for yourself but never follow through with them, instead of keeping those goals to yourself, find someone that you trust and someone that can help you make those goals more important. For example, if you tell your partner, hey, you know what? I really want to start working out and I tell myself I'm going to do this every year and I never do it, so would you mind going and working out with me at least once a week? My goal is to go three to four times a week, but if you go with me at least once a week, I will be accountable to at least getting started. Or perhaps it's a work goal, right? So you have a work goal for yourself and you really want to accomplish it, don't keep it to yourself tell another employee or tell your leader in your place of business and say, hey, you know, I have a goal that I really want to achieve and I want you to help me get there. Or I want you to remind me when I kind of fall short that, hey, aren't you still working on that goal? Having an accountability partner can help you achieve those goals that you have for yourself so you can give yourself more self-love when you are a self-love procrastinator. The third type of procrastination is anxiety procrastination. And it is very well named because it will cause you the most anxiety. Anxiety procrastination is when you forget or procrastinate a task and then you feel so bad about it. And you get this anxiety and you get this stress and you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot to do this or I procrastinated this so long that I can't do it now because if I do it now, it's going to put it out in the world that I forgot to do it. And so instead, I'm going to just stress about it for another several weeks until somebody finally comes up to me and says, hey, did you ever do that? Where then I will get even more anxiety and more stress because it's been even longer of a time frame than it is when I realized that I forgot or procrastinated to do it the first time. (sighs) Y'all, this is a real one because I have dealt with this in my past and I know the stress that it can give you. It's like, you know, you just feel that you've let everyone in the world down. And a lot of times they haven't even realized that you're late on the deadline and you could easily do it right then and there. But you're so stressed out about people knowing that you procrastinated that you continue to procrastinate more. This is anxiety procrastination. And one thing that I can tell you to overcome this one is give yourself grace. We are not all perfect and we all have a list of things to do every single day of our lives. And whether it's a work thing or a home thing, at the end of the day, you have both lists. So one or the other, both of them can be forgiven if you don't hit every task. If someone gives you a deadline and you don't quite reach it, instead of stressing and not following through with that task, remember that often it's better to get it done late than to not get it done at all. And people will appreciate your honesty in saying, you know what, I know this is important. I'm so sorry that I was late on this deadline, but I did put in the work to get it done and here you go. Don't let the anxiety of forgetting something or procrastinating something lead to more procrastination. And don't let it affect your life in such a negative way that you're sitting there just festering in it, oh my gosh, I can't believe I let them down. Just feeling that guilt throughout days and weeks and months of your life. Just get it done. Turn it in. Say I'm sorry and give yourself grace. Now the fourth and final type of procrastination is time procrastination. And this is where we don't necessarily procrastinate things, but we procrastinate getting up, getting ready, and getting to places on time. Now, I'll tell you a funny thing that I've noticed. Being in the position I am in my job, I often hold events or classes or different things, and there are different people coming from all over. And some of them come from 15 minutes away, and some of them come from an hour away. Nine times out of 10, the people that are late are the people that live the closest. The people that only have 10 or 15 minutes to drive to get there, they're the ones that are more often late than the people that are driving from an hour or longer away. Why? Because they're procrastinating getting up and going because they know they don't have far to go. The people that have an hour drive, they're like, yeah, I've got a long drive. I better get up. I better get ready. I better get going. How many of you are this person? Yeah, I mean, I've done it before, right? So at the end of the day, you have to remember that being on time for things is super, super important because typically you're not only affecting yourself by being late, but you're affecting everyone else who's showing up on time. So if you are a time procrastinator and you often can't get to places on time because you procrastinate getting up, getting going, getting ready, Set yourself an alarm. Now, I'm one of those people that set like four alarms in the morning (laughs) because I'm like, I have an alarm to tell me like, hey, it's about that time where you're going to have to start getting ready for work and getting up and getting going. But right now you can go back to sleep. Aren't you happy? Yeah, I have that alarm. I have another alarm that goes off that's like, hey, I'm glad you got that extra sleep, and I'm glad you enjoyed it, and you want a little bit more? Okay, go ahead, 30 more minutes, right? And then I have the final alarm that's like, hey, okay, you got an extra hour of sleep through those last two alarms, but it is time to get up now, girlfriend. And then I have the alarm that goes off 15 minutes later that's like, no, seriously, get up, right? (laughs) Does anybody else have those alarms? It's the same thing when you're getting ready. Use the same mentality. If you know that you are a procrastinator when it comes to getting up and getting ready, set those alarms. An alarm that says, hey girl, like you're gonna have to get ready in 30 minutes. I'm giving you your pre-alarm to let you know you have 30 more minutes to enjoy yourself before you have to get up and get going. And then that alarm that says, hey, um, seriously, time to go, time to get ready, and then another one that says, if you haven't gotten your butt up yet, the time is now. Whatever type of procrastination you're dealing with, just know that you're not alone. Lots of people deal with procrastination on a daily basis. And listen, if you've ever been on the other end of it, you know that it can be very upsetting. It can be very frustrating when people forget to do things for you. So just remember how it can make people feel when you do the same. But also remember that things happen and give yourself grace when you do. There's always time to get things done. If you miss a deadline, say you're sorry, move on, get it done, and at least have the task completed. Remember that if you're building goals for yourself, self-love is so, so important. And those goals that you set yourself, are just as important as goals that other people are setting for you. Find someone to lead you to success. Find someone to be your accountability partner and help you get to where you wanna be. All of these types of procrastination are very challenging, but there are also a lot of ways to overcome them. We just have to set some priorities, set up some to-do lists, and find the way around the challenge that we're having. Now, I hope that all of you guys think about what type of procrastinator you are and how you can overcome it over the next week. Until I see you again, don't choose to not do it at all. Choose to do it with passion.